pubic hair, let's talk about it. <laughs> Charles Goss, impressions aside, if you have been a longtime listener of RTBB, you know we've discussed body hair removal many times on the podcast. A song you may know comes to mind and I've debated continuing to wax, but honestly my heart just isn't in it. Well luckily Manscaped reached out and sent me and I truly wish I did not have to say this into a mic, but the lawnmower 4.0 and they said give it to a man in your life and I was like no way Jose. Everyone has delicate parts that they want to escape so I am keeping it for myself. It is an electric trimmer, it's waterproof, it helps reduce nicks, ingrown hairs and grooming accidents. My favorite part is the spotlight, which I kid you not is a freaking light on the front of it. So you can see everything you're doing and it charges like an iPhone. If you've been looking for an alternative to waxing, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code RTBP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com with the code RTBP. What's up? It's your host Tori and who is ready to be petty? Welcome back to another episode of RTBP. Shannon and Sydney from the Never Let Go podcast are here and we talk about a lot of fun things and some serious things too, mainly covering the Kardashians. So I hope you enjoy. Before we get to the show, there's a few things I wanted to say. First off, everyone's been so supportive about my weekend in Seattle. It was so fun to visit my aunt that I haven't seen before the pandemic and of course go to Target, Trader Joe's and World Market like whatever the that store is called. It was really fun yeah to go back to the states and if you've been following this podcast for a long time you know my love of Target and you know how the darkest days of my life were when Target Canada left the country so uh, thanks for all of that support and all of the support just in general. I feel like I've been getting so much great feedback about the show thanks to all my guests um so many dms about what people want me to talk about or just opinions on the stories that we've shared on rtbp so i just want to say a huge thank you to all of you i know it is such a big ask to you know uh tune in every week choose my podcast maybe over another one uh listen for the whole hour plus when there's so much other content out there not even just podcasts but you know on netflix youtube TikTok, etc. So I just want to say thank you so much. I appreciate it so much. All the DMs and tweets and support. It's been really life giving uh, over these past couple months. And the podcast is just you know, kind of the best thing that I have going on in my life. Oh my God, that sounded so sad coming out, but it's not meant to be sad at all. It's meant to be happy. So thank you. One other thing that I wanted to mention is that you can now submit voice notes to the show that I will include in the recordings if you have a question or comment about something pop culture related that will be in my episode show notes and the link 
in my bio of all of my social media. So if you DM me or answer my like, you know, question boxes on Instagram stories, and I feel like I send so many people voice notes. (laughs) If you've been on the receiving end of those voice notes, I am so sorry, but I hate texting. So if you want to submit something to the show, a question or a comment, I would love to hear from you. And then last, just a small update, Amanda Bynes has been posting a little bit on Instagram. She's getting her face tattoo removed. She posted a gorgeous picture of her like beautiful skin. I was like, drop the skincare routine, girl. And she's just asking for support online as her case goes to court. So I'm sure we can do that as we did for Brittany and just wishing her the best. Okay, I think that's all from me. Let's get to the show. Here is my conversation with Shannon and Sydney. I'm back with two very special guests, Shannon and Sydney from the Never Let Go podcast. How are you both doing? We are good. We're so good. We're so excited to be here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. We're really, really excited. I know. I'm like trying to match your energy. I just got off a work day and like, you know, when you end a work day and it's just like the worst meeting of the day and you're just like, ugh. <laughs> I I just kind of want to crawl into bed. That's like me right now. So I'm trying to, I cracked a Diet Coke. I, a, I mean, oh, good. But did you get it from Target? No, this is just, <laughs> <laughs> no. That was an off, off camera discussion. No, yeah, I yeah. feel that way too. It's, well, we just had daylight savings, which you guys don't have that in Canada. Yes, we do. But didn't, do. You, didn't in the States, they just announced they're not doing that anymore. So the Senate just unanimously passed this bill like out of nowhere saying they're going to permanently save daylight and now it has to go through the house and like some other things, but Mm. everyone's a little shocked by it, but I, I would be down, but basically, first of all, I've realized I know nothing about Canada. I've asked you like 200 (laughs) questions about Canada, Um, but secondly, we just had it. And so I was feeling the same way after work, but it's actually light out and it's not freezing now. So I Mm. went for a walk. And I feel much better. Oh, I should have done that. I, it's really beautiful <laughs> here. Also, I don't know if everywhere in Canada has daylight saving time. It's just I'll put that on the record. There might be some some places that don't like some territories up north that don't have that. But I also don't know a lot about Canada, even though I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> I like just because I interact with so many non-Canadians because of this podcast that I, they ask me questions and I'm like, oh, good cue. Like, Excellent question. I would love to know up. the answer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Exactly. You're like, I didn't know I'd be quizzed on Canadian history every time I do a podcast. (laughs) Literally, literally. Tell the listeners about Never Let Go. Yeah. Um, So Never Let Go is a pop culture nostalgia podcast. Uh, We pick like a random, well, seemingly random, but it's really just stuff that we desperately want to talk about topic every other week. Um, And really just do a deep dive of like sharing our first memories and our favorite experiences and like the things that we love about it. I think that it's just a really fun way to like relive all the stuff that we love from our childhood. I don't know, Shannon, I'll let you, I'll let you say what you want, what you love about it. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, we started it during the pandemic when things were just looking really bleak and we just needed some sort of thing to bring us serotonin. And, you know, so what's better than talking about all the things you used to love as a kid. And that's kind of what we do with the podcast. And we try to just make it it like a bunch of friends hanging out you know mm-hmm. we want mm-hmm. people to feel like they're just hanging out with us and yeah we've had we've had a lot of fun doing it and 
everyone should listen. It's a good time. It's such a good time. I don't even know how I first found your podcast. Maybe it was, did you have Kelly Williams on? Yeah, from Laguna yes. Beach. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's definitely through her. <laughs> yeah, <and> yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, this, like, we must have grown up in the same, like, time frame because I'm like, all of this stuff I'm, like, also dying to talk about and just, like, relive. Yes. It's a really fun trip down memory lane, but then it's also fun to revisit it as an adult and be like, oh, was that like good? So, yeah. <laughs> Were we, we have good? A lot of those <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I'm like, oh, that's why I'm like this. Or like yeah, yeah, exactly. Like when we realized that Seth Cohen ruined all of us, that was that was a big awakening for us. 100%. Yeah. It it's better yeah. than therapy sometimes. It really is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It just explains a lot about today. And mm-hmm. I feel like reliving your past and like nostalgia was, it's kind of having a moment because I feel like it was kind of like cringy a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, you're still stuck in high school? Like, yeah. Yeah. I honestly feel like TikTok is what kind of made it come back around. Like, people are, it's either people our age that are reliving all this stuff or people who are, the generation below us that are discovering all this stuff and they either love it or they're making fun of it. (laughs) So there's like, there's just so much content. I also just love, like, I feel like the generation below us, they just unapologetically love whatever they love. I feel like, and it just is so great. Like I remember, like, I've like always really loved Taylor Swift. I really Mm. loved like Glee when it was on, but it was like, you felt like you couldn't say anything because everyone's going to make fun of you. Yeah. And now it's like a badge of honor. Yeah. Yes. It's it's so fun to be like unapologetically dorky about the stuff that you like um, Mm -hmm. for whatever reason that you like it. And that's honestly like, that's what my favorite part about doing the podcast. Yeah. I, well, I think that's how kind of RTBP started was I was like, I want to talk about like high school musical and the Kardashians and the bachelor, but like I'm too embarrassed to bring this up at work because it's like lowbrow and like <laughs> like people at work are like sophisticated and have like their tastes are more advanced than mine and then I'm like okay hey, actually my f- like the best conversations I've had with like colleagues and stuff is when you like slip in that you are watching like real world or something mm-hmm. and then yes. everyone's like face lights up I was like oh there's like joy I can see it like a joy in your face and like yeah. a spark in your eye for the first time since I've met you so yeah I totally get that it's, I sometimes I literally resent Gen Z and whatever the younger generation below that is because yeah they can't just like an apology I'm like you don't have to like hide your Justin Bieber posters <laughs> I know like, I'm like I'm happy for them but also I'm like I just wish I didn't care when I was younger and I, I feel like they got that memo before they grew up which is kind of rude of them yeah mm-hmm. it feels like a personal like specific attack like it feels like <laughs> yes, doing it to it hurt does. me personally yeah <laughs> literally like thinking about all the times that when people were like what type of music do you like and you're like oh eclectic but you really just wanted to be like top 40 yeah, yeah. like Katy like, Perry like yeah like it's called pop music for a reason it's popular yes. we and all like it oh <laughs> everyone's like all obsessed with the teenage dream album like it's the best mm-hmm. pop of album of all time and I'm like guys we knew that I we know knew that. <laughs> It's so annoying. Or like the Whatever. Twilight Renaissance. I was like, I was bullied in high school. Twilight Renaissance <laughs> on TikTok is one of my favorite places of TikTok to be. Like me it's too. <laughs> so hilarious to me. I rewatched all the movies during COVID and I was like, this is insane. I actually can't believe that this got made. Like, how did this get made? 
thank God it was made because now I can revisit it and have these feelings, but it is actually completely bananas. <laughs> yeah. There was that like one period in time with like Hunger Games, Twilight, Divergent, like mm-hmm. all of those that I was like, collectively, are we okay? <laughs> the answer <laughs> is no, we weren't. <laughs> My old roommate, Liz, who's Sydney knows, tells the story that she was watching like the final Hunger Games or something. Mm-hmm. And this was in college and she had a test, but like her class dropped the lowest test score. And Mm -hmm. she was so into the movie that she was like, I'll just drop this test. And she kept (laughs) watching it. And she was like, I think I'd already seen it. I just wanted to watch it so bad. I was like, Liz, that's actually kind of embarrassing. You yeah, should that's tell people that. actually really insane. <laughs> yeah, I know. But like, honestly, I you could have said that story was about me and I would have been like, yeah. <laughs> like- I did skip class to like, so I, I was in a sorority and we would all watch Glee on the couch and mm-hmm. I would like watch it the night it came out. And then everyone would rewatch it the next day mm-hmm. and I'd be sitting on the couch and they'd be rewatching it. And I'm like, oh, well, I don't want to, I'm just going to watch it again. And they're like, I don't need to go to class. It's not mandatory. Like, okay. Totally normal. Totally normal. Yeah. Not unhinged behavior at all. Okay. Like Sydney's like rolling her eyes. I was like, oh, you, you also were doing that. No, I was just doing it for other stuff. I'm just being good. I was yeah. literally like watching Breaking Bad like five times in a row, like in my, mm. in my room. Like I, I think I watched all of Breaking Bad and all of How I Met Your Mother in like less than three weeks, which is oh, literally that not healthy. Buffy not an angel yes. <laughs> on physical DVDs. <laughs> Also Dawson's oh. Creek and um, mm. Friday Night Lights. I watched all of those in college too. And I just would not sleep and not go to school. Like I just. I know. <laughs> yeah. But life as a yeah. student, like they have it, they have it really good. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I thought life was really hard in college. And now I'm like. Yeah. I know. It's yeah. like, oh, which show do I watch? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. How do, do I go I out or do I stay in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That was the dilemma. (laughs) Yeah. Welcome to the real world now where it's like, I have to actually watch TV shows like in the evenings. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or I might not get to it. I might not get to it right away. That's the worst part is like when you can't watch something in real time and you just have to save it all for like a Sunday when you actually have a minute. When I couldn't watch the Euphoria finale in real time. Yeah. Oh my God. We We can't talk about that. I was, yeah, live, was, I was trying was, to live text Shannon and she was not responding. I was very upset. Yeah. Because then he was like, like, what were you doing? Are you? <laughs> I was like, hello? Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> she was like genuinely worried and, and she had every right to be. But yeah. I, was at my, <laughs> I was at my friend's house who like doesn't watch Euphoria and I see her literally once a year. So I was like, okay, I can't oh. be like, bye. I'm going to go watch well, Euphoria. I would have. Or I would have made her watch it with me. <laughs> I did watch it in her basement at like one in the morning. I like, I couldn't go to sleep until I watched it. So. Yeah. Oh that my happened. gosh. That's so funny. We're going to talk about some really fun stuff. Last week was such a dry, uh, pop culture, like celebrity gossip news week. And then this week when I was writing this outline, I was like, what can't we talk about? Like everything is happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the Kardashians variety article. We're going to talk about Pete and Kim because this podcast has just become a, a Pete, Kim and Kanye podcast. <laughs> Chris Pine. Hello. Didn't see a Chris Pine mention. 
I just at, in our TPP in 2022. Where has he been? I'm thankful um, for the Renaissance. I'm thankful. Yes, for it. yes. <laughs> we're gonna talk about that, and then Shannon and Sydney are gonna nominate Pettyweight Champions of the Week, and then we're gonna get into this week in Petty. So the Kardashians like actually broke the internet this week. I feel like I say this every week, but (laughs) (laughs) this week in particular got like everyone upset. I think everyone wants to just kind of talk about the Kim's advice for women in business quote from this Variety article. They're like doing all of their press for their new show on Hulu, but this quote in particular got a lot of heat. Kim says, I have the best advice for women in business. Get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. And Courtney goes, that's so true. (laughs) That's so true. (laughs) Also, like, Kim, weren't you the one screaming at Courtney three years ago? Maybe if you had a business you fucking cared about. (laughs) Yeah. So true. Yeah, I was like, okay, Courtney, where was this work ethic three years ago? That was like a multi-season story arc on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And multiple (laughs) fights, like physical fights. Yeah, it's like my top priority is just not work. Like, I don't know what to tell you. And then... That's so true. (laughs) But now, now I guess maybe Travis changed her mind. Who knows where that shift came from? (laughs) Who knows? She's really pushing the poosh nowadays. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The thing about all of them is it's like, I realize that they've obviously come very far and I, and no one can say that they're not savvy business women. Like they have really Mm -hmm. figured out how to capitalize on the culture for better or for worse. Like I feel like so much of our culture revolves around them, but like they still came from like a way, like three steps up than everybody else. Right. Like they all, they still came from like a super privileged background. And so like for Kim to say that, I feel like it's really annoying with her because you want to be on her side sometimes. And then she goes and does says something like this and just reminds you like, Oh no, we, we Kim's actually kind of the worst. She's literally a villain. Yeah. I am such a Kardashian apologist. And I think there's been some breaking points. Like when she went to that Island for her 40th birthday, yes. like in the peak of COVID and, and this, and then when she was like, oh, we don't like dictate body standards and like body ideals in their reunion special with Andy Cohen. Those are the times that I was like, I fucking hate you so much. Yeah. Right. And I just like, then, then they say stuff that's like in touch with like what's going on, but this is just, it's so out of touch and out of reality. And I'm thankful that we get these sound bites to bring me back to like the right side of things. <laughs> yeah. No, it's so, you're so right. Like I'm do like the Kardashians. Like me too. I, I think they're very entertaining and there's a reason their show was on for, you know, 17 or however many seasons it was like, they know how to make good TV and mm-hmm. they're very entertaining people. And, you know, they kind of lay their whole lives out there, which is obviously hard, but Yeah. And it's just one of those things too, where it's like, I'm not saying Kim Kardashian doesn't work hard, but like, no, even if you think of, you know, every, like I saw this TikTok and it was like the camera woman who showed up eight hours early to set up for this shoot. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. I'm just like, who are you talking about? Cause every woman I know is like working her ass off. So I don't and it's that classic like thing of like if you just worked as hard as me you could be as success as successful as me and it's like 
there are people who make minimum wage who work five jobs and are working yes. just as hard as you and probably mm-hmm. more hours of the day and then go home and still have to do all the stuff that they have to do at home without help that you have. You have like five nannies, I'm sure. So it's, it's like giving Rachel Hollis. It's giving Rachel Hollis. Exactly. It is so cringe. Yeah. It's just like the, like the, I, I hate the, um com- like the false equivalency of like hard work equals more money and more success, success because yes. there's plenty of people in the world who work extremely hard and can just never get out of that cycle. And it's infuriating when someone from her position just like says that because it because we're also living in like a, still in a pandemic where people like some people are sick and some people really can't work. One hundred, <laughs> You know, I yes. would love to watch a show where Kim Kardashian has to go be a night nurse, mm-hmm. be a fast food worker, be a janitor. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you can't tell me those people don't work hard just because they're not millionaires I don't know it was very 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 out of touch and I don't know how she didn't realize it and it is so frustrating like you were saying Tori you know she does these things where you really want to root for her like she does great things for prison reform and like Mm -hmm. really is like working hard trying to become a lawyer to like help people get out of prison who should not have these prison sentences and you kind of when you see her doing stuff like that you're like oh she must kind of be in touch with reality but then these things kind of bring you back to earth where you're like, no, she's very yeah, obviously yeah. not in touch with reality. Mm-hmm. 100%. And it just diminishes, especially like the advice for women in business and like working women, because it just, again, does not account for all of like the domestic labor and the labor that women do like unequitably, inequitably, like with their families. Mm-hmm. And, and again, like both of you said, like, just, I don't doubt that she is extremely hardworking. That whole family seems to work really hard, but like, and every job has, you know, tough aspects and, and benefits to it. But I'm like, I cannot stand this view of of the world like it's so like nobody wants to work these days what (laughs) I really want I wish that the interviewer had been like can you give me some examples (laughs) I'm like are you like a I don't know it was giving like Republican senator like (laughs) people unemployment because no one wants to work it's like yeah people want to work they just don't want to get paid eight dollars an hour yes, yeah they don't yes, want to get they, paid shit for the work that they're doing they yes want, they want <laughs> benefits and like pensions and fair breaks and stuff that every worker like has the right to to like, heaven forbid <laughs> right. I know I know I was talking to my sisters about this this weekend because I was talking about you know the breaks I get vacation I get benefits I get with my job and they're like you have that like and I was like yeah and everyone else everyone should should. too like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so weird but with Kim you know for the past whatever how many years 10 15 years that she's been mega famous she goes into every business opportunity as like the CEO of the company mm-hmm. yeah, you know yeah, <laughs> it's point. like yeah, yeah I'm sure yeah. work is great when every decision has to be run by you and you dictate everything that happens. Like I, that would make work more enjoyable for me. I'd probably have more desire to work too. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think it also goes into the point that you wrote down, Tori, about like the woman who used to work for the Kardashian apps who came forward. She was an editor living in LA and said that mm. she like shopped at 
like the dollar store for food and could barely afford gas and would call out sick because she literally couldn't put gas in her car to drive there. Yeah. And that's like, okay, so that person's not working hard. Like that person's literally making your app successful and making it run and you can't even pay her like enough to like pay her a good enough compensation or enough benefits to like support her, like just existing. It's She's not even trying to live an extravagant lifestyle. Also, another weird thing about that article is it said in the article that none of the girls, like the sisters, do any of their own negotiations. It's always done it's through Chris. Chris Jenner. I know. So then I was like, well, let's talk more about Chris Jenner. Yeah. Versus like the like, other women. Right. <laughs> like if you want to talk about a smart businesswoman. Yeah. Let's talk Chris about, the mastermind. Yeah, about yeah. how right. she like, leveraged the sex tape and all of those things into, into the business right. that they have today. And I yeah. feel like her, I, I feel like her kids will like, I, I mean, this is, is 0% based in fact, but this is just how I see things is like, I feel like when Kylie was 17, she used to love putting on lipstick and her mom was like, we should turn this into a business, like this fun hobby you have of like makeup. And now she is a billionaire question yeah. mark. I don't quote, know, but quote, unquote, yeah. self-made yeah. billionaire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, and like, it's, it is like the capitalist, like turn your hobby and your turn your passion into like work, a profitable right. job. But as you were saying, Tori, like back when you know you were you were talking about the Kardashians and them on Andy Cohen and being like, we don't you know promote any sort of body image or whatever, which is obviously totally false. But it's like, yeah, you women have promoted this certain body image that, Mm -hmm. you know, is not achievable without money and surgical procedures. And then you start a shapewear line. Like, Mm -hmm. it's it's not, you know, the one that kills me so much is that product. It's not Tanner, but it's like, body makeup where you just like put cover up on your entire body. Like, that is wild. So like, I'm sorry. You're just going to be leaving like essentially makeup skid marks everywhere you go. Like you can't <laughs> yes. sit down. You can't like, <laughs> you can't go anywhere. Like you're just going to yes. be all over your clothes. Like how is that practical? It's, it's actually so, so true. Weird. Like it's okay. Yeah. For a red carpet or a photo shoot. Yeah. You probably want to do your legs and stuff like that. But it's like for the average person that is just fucking Insane. Jessica DeFino, the person that you mentioned, Sydney, that tweeted about her time working for the Kardashians, also said, the wildest thing about that job, I saw firsthand how the most famous women in the world, Frankenstein, an impossible standard of beauty, pushed the rest of us to keep up with them, weaponized that standard of beauty to sell products, and still never felt good enough. So again, exactly <laughs> yeah. what you just said, Shannon. Like, it's like you felt oppressed by these ideal beauty standards but instead of you know radicalizing or whatever you decided to uh profit feed into them yeah (laughs) Yeah. and then profit off of them and yeah and it's just like it's just you know we all grew up in the 2000s and so the look back then was stick stick thin Mm -hmm. and then you know I think they get praised a lot for like bringing curves back but it's like Having a size 20 waist (laughs) with a huge ass is also not obtainable to anyone. Also, like the whole bringing curves back thing is frustrating because it's like any black woman or any Latina woman has always had curves and like it just became attractive on them because they gave it to themselves. And the other thing that pisses me off about them about that is that like they still to this day, like 
pretty much all of them claim that they've never had work done. Like Kylie admitted to the right. lip injections, but like, it's so obvious. And it's like, you can't claim that you're not trying to create an unrealistic standard of beauty and you're not preaching body standards or whatever it is, while also still claiming this is what we look like naturally. Like it's so, and, and there's photo evidence. They've been famous for mm-hmm. so long. Like we know right. what you looked like. Like, like your yeah. face doesn't completely shift because you lost a little weight. Like, right. And Kim like, yeah. Kim like literally didn't up. have an ass, you know, like yes. it's not, it's, it's so crazy. And that's the other thing that's frustrating is like, at least be honest about what's going on here. If you're going to try to claim that like, we're not responsible for X or we're not responsible for Y. Yeah. And this kind of was brought up today because um, Bella Hadid has, I think she was on the cover of Vogue and she talked about regretting her nose job at the age of 14. Mm-hmm. I don't even think at 14 I knew that there was such a thing as a nose job. Maybe I did. I don't know. Neither. But she talked a little bit about that. And I was just thinking about how she's probably done other things. And I feel like the Kardashians do this too. But they'll like admit to a little bit like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I got my lips done. Or like, who doesn't love Botox? But it's mm-hmm. like you. So it's like faking this honesty of like, oh, I'm admitting to getting work done. But it's like you're not explaining everything that you've had done and then the post-production like photoshop etc that you're doing as well and it's just infuriating yeah right i was gonna say it's like when that when that photo i don't know if you guys remember when that photo of chloe of came course. out that her grandma posted yes, of course. oh my gosh Shannon. <laughs> that photo came out that her grandma posted that she then like tried to literally make sue the internet to get it like every single thing taken down and it's like then she tried to put out this statement claiming like it's not about the fact that it wasn't a good photo or that i don't want to show you what i really look like it's like when you work so hard to like lose weight and you've had this bad body image because you were told you were like the quote unquote ugly sister or the fat sister, like then like you want to have control over your image or whatever. She tried to make it into some sort of like empowerment. Like I was, mm-hmm. I was bullied kind of thing. It's like, then go and to it, therapy. <laughs> yes, right. and go to therapy. But also like that's, it's infuriating. Cause it's like, if you really truly believed that, like then you wouldn't have tried to get the photo down and she didn't even look bad in the picture. She just I didn't know. look she edited. Great. She just didn't look edited. And I it's know. like, you know, they just, they're really good. They're really good spin doctors. It's- she goes way too far on, on Facetune. I, I, I know when her like nose disappears and stuff. And yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's like, a, who is you're so right, Sydney. It's like, if you like want to like have, power over your image because you were bullied like then why are you trying to essentially become everything you weren't like yeah. that narrative is not adding yes. up. Oh the my math gosh. is not mathing yes yes <laughs> and oh, I do like I Shannon me. and I feel like you and I have talked about this before that like it's not about like we don't live in a culture anymore thankfully that like shames people for getting work done so it's like it's not even about that anymore it's like about the lying about it I you can afford to and you can do it safely and you want to make some changes to yourself like whatever more power to you but like don't claim that you're preaching something else entirely you know mm. like that's the part that just doesn't it's not right like, don't claim you got your ass from this, like, workout machine that you're trying to sell on Instagram and or in flat tummy tea. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's deceptive. Yeah, it is deceptive. And, like, we're only becoming more mid- media literate as mm-hmm. time goes on. Like, and that's, again, people in their 20s, 30s. Like, there's so many kids that are um, seeing this and then don't have that, like, media literacy or kind of like that insight to what's actually going on which is like really sad the article also kind of shared a little bit more about the kardashians the new show which i hate the title because 
I feel like unless you know the context, you have no idea. Like, am I talking yeah. about the family? Am I talking about the TV show? Like, yeah, that's actually also so Kylie true. and Kendall are literally not gen- not Kardashians. So. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and like we're weirdly MIA from this article, but um, it's going to be forty episodes over two seasons, which is a so ton. Many, that's so a lot. many episodes. It's going to be documentary style. A big thing for Chloe was that they all earned the same amount of money per episode. So I thought that was interesting because I was like, that kind of insinuates probably Kim was making more. Yeah. Um. So I thought that was interesting. Hulu is owned by Disney, which all Disney also owns ABC. So that's why we saw a lot of the commercials like during The Bachelor. Pete will not be included, but we will see Tristan, which I'm like, fuck, I just like, I why? can't, I cannot do the Tristan Chloe thing for like the fourth year in the row. Like I'm, I'm exhausted. Um, but the, one of the funniest like quotes I saw from this article was like, um, it's going to be streamed because chloe says for us to be still on cable was just not so on brand for us and what does it's that just so like they mean can, what does that even like, mean so they can cable t- cable t- and like cable tv is like passe like you have yeah. to be on a streaming service yeah that's exactly what it is like they're just like well everyone else is on netflix and hulu so well, we i was an hbo so we need to be on <laughs> i also was noticing in that interview kim was dropping f-bombs like every two seconds and I'm like are you just doing this to be like look now you can hear me say fuck and like Pete has changed me (laughs) like I'm picking up in like Pete's vibes I okay I was really that was also part of the quote about the about work that was so shocking to me because she's literally so media trained and usually so composed and like she doesn't let out these like outbursts Mm. that spark outrage because I feel like she's usually so like put together and stuff and not even put together but just like it's all really like staged so I was just so shocked at some of these yeah quotes from Kim maybe Pete is rubbing off on her (laughs) maybe maybe they're just all rebels without a cause now I will say though like as we just bashed them for you know the past 30 minutes yeah I still am like I still want to know everything they're doing and I feel like it's because I Mm. I almost feel like I have a right to it because I watched them for 15 years so like when I read a headline like you know, this whole Courtney Travis relationship, they, you know, hadn't announced their show yet. And I was like, I can't believe I'm not going to be able to watch this relationship unfold. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if, if there's one thing I am, I'm nosy. And so <laughs> I want to know like how this went down, how they like fell in love so fast. I like, I know the Tristan narrative is so annoying, but I want to see it. I honestly yeah. do. Yeah. And I want to see Kylie and Travis post Astro World. I want to see, uh, like, I know Pete's not in it, which is annoying, but like, I want to see any sort of references they're going to make to him. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why my mind just wants to know everything about everything they're doing. They're everywhere. I think that for me, like, you're right. Cause it's for me, the Bachelor and the Kardashians are like one in the same. And it's like, I want to forgive and forget them, <laughs> a la Lauren Conrad. But I can't because it literally dictates pop culture yeah. and everything else. Like, even yeah. we were talking about the BBLs. Like, that's wild. So I just feel like I can't, like, give them up. Like, they have their fangs so sunk into 
like everything we do. And I feel like every episode I'm like, this is the last time I'll talk to them. And then <laughs> next, the next week rolls around and I'm like, Hey, like, sorry, but we're going to have to talk about them again. Like we are, just- we are Chloe and the show is Tristan. Yes, <laughs> we're just- yes. <laughs> we do. We do like See, a toxic like relationship. A toxic relationship. I'm like kind mm-hmm. of the opposite where I, I don't really watch the show and I don't follow any of them. Like I, I feel like everything that I have learned about them is against my will, but there's, they have permeated the culture so much that it's like, I know that I don't even have to actively seek the information. I'm just going to know about it. Like I'm just going to know. And I'm a person who loves to talk about pop culture. So it's like impossible to not be aware of what's happening in their orbit and like what they're up to and what the latest controversy is, because it, it really does like there is so much of pop culture and just culture in general that like they are involved in. And it's like, if you actively, if you don't know anything about them, then like there's so much of culture that you can't even be on top of. A part of. A part of. And like, that's why for me, it's like they infuriate me so much, but at the end of the day, like I'm still going to know what they're up to, like whether I try to or not, I'm not going to be left out. I'm not going to be like, I mean, I'm not going to be not on this podcast. You know what I mean? Like, even though I don't watch the show, I can still very fluently and confidently talk about all of this because that is how good they are at permeating through everything, which is crazy. Yes. You mentioned latest controversy and like, I feel like this week was like, huge because Mm -hmm. um pete well his friend dave cirrus i think he's on snl released screenshots which are now deleted of kanye and pete having like a discussion about maybe possibly meeting up pete's like asking for him to stop you know posting about the kids and about kim and blah 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 what did you think about this like release of information (laughs) This so is a perfect example. Actually, go ahead, Chan. You go. Okay. First of all, it's just insane to me how many of Kanye West's personal text messages I've read. Yes, like, yes, it's how weird. Do I have access to this? This shit It's like he's happening. just sharing our, his iCloud stream with us. Like, but I don't truly, need that. Like, yeah. if I in his <laughs> iCloud, let me know. Yeah. But I, I think, and maybe I'll see what you guys think about this, but I thought everything... Pete said was handled well, but I did not like the in bed with your wife selfie. Oh my gosh. It was like, I don't know. It was like, he was very obviously trying to get Kanye to talk to him and to be the bigger man. And then it was like, but then you went and said that. Mm -hmm. And if I was Kim, I'd be like, why did you say that to him? Yeah. Yeah. She's She's so over it at this point, but like, I don't know. Which I think she is. Yeah. Yeah. It invalidates everything he said that was good when he said, I'm in bed with your wife. Here's the picture. And when he said, um, he said something else that was really bad. He was like, stop being a little internet bitch boy or something. Yes. Like man (laughs) up, like all of these like narratives around masculinity and stuff that are just, we don't have to get into that. But like, yes, I was like, I agree with you. You should meet up and talk. Kanye should stop talking about Kim and the kids on Instagram and in the press. Um, I thought it was funny that he was like, yo, it's skeet because that's what Kanye calls him. Like mm-hmm. I was like, and then when he, when Kanye tried to make a job about him being in the hospital and going to rehab, he was like, you should try it. Like you yeah. don't have to live, like you don't have to suffer and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is all great. And then, and then he just goes and invalidates like all of those like great points, but it's yeah. very, what I expect a person like Pete Davidson to do. 
it's like he shows a lot of maturity and then there's like still the flash of like Oh, okay. And it's like, like, this makes sense. Yeah. So weird to me. And like, he's just such a fascinating person to me in general. Like, I feel like he's the one person I would want to have dinner with and ask so many questions. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. what, like what is happening? How did you start dating all these people? And like, it's just weird because obviously Kim Kardashian is Kim Kardashian and, you know, everyone thought it was PR at first and everyone's like, well, he has a really great personality and he's a really great guy. And so you kind of start to like buy into this narrative that he's like this amazing, amazing guy in person, which I'm sure he is. But then when stuff like this comes out, it's like, okay, you're, you're not maybe the best person in the world. No. Yeah. Well, but then I mean, it's like, you know, they aren't either. Yeah. No one is. (laughs) I mean, it's tough to talk about because it's like, I think Kanye, obviously like there's some stuff going on there. And like, I, I I hate seeing like people in the media speculating about like whatever is happening, but like Kanye is obviously the bad actor in the scenario. And so it's almost like Pete doing that. And then people starting to focus on his comments, like takes away from the fact that like, what we should really be talking about is the fact that Kanye is like publicly harassing his ex-wife and children and he will not stop. And it's, dangerous and not okay and like I can both be like I very much dislike the Kardashians and like what you know what what, everything we're talking about here and also think that like nobody deserves to be harassed like this in in public and like so incessantly Mm -hmm. and it's just like when with Pete doing that I feel like everyone started talking about that which makes sense like obviously Mm -hmm. But it's like what we really should be talking about is. But then how... it's like, yeah. And then it's like, is he pissed at his friend for releasing those texts? No, I, he the... must have told him. I mean, there's yes, no way the friend yes. did that without. The like... caption was a message from Pete. Yeah. And um, when Bob Saget died, Dave, the person who released yes. the text messages also, because Pete yeah. didn't have Instagram or like social media. Yeah, he's like off time. social right now. Yeah. Yeah. So Dave also released a statement about his passing. So it was purposeful, but it was deleted like right away. But yeah, like it, it's tough to root for anyone at this point because <laughs> yeah, like it was like, I felt like, yeah, Pete thought he was like, had the higher ground and then he was saying these like low blow comments. Yeah. But it's reignited some old rumors that he did something kind of similar with Ariana Grande and Mac Miller. Mm -hmm. So apparently a few days before Mac Miller's death, um, he sent intimate photos of, I guess, him and Ariana or just Ariana to Mac Miller. Have either of you heard of this? And like, do you think that there's any like validity to it? I have have. not heard of it until you, until I saw that you had written that down. Okay. I have heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I heard, I mean, this is obviously all speculation. Like I have to remind myself, like, I do not know these people, (laughs) but it like, apparently that is essentially what ended their relationship is Ariana just couldn't get past it. And she was like, why would you do this? I don't know. And so it's really gross if he did do that. That's horrible. Yeah. I, I hate speculating around stuff like this. Because it's, like, it's really sensitive, obviously. But I'm, like, I kind of low-key see that from Pete. And, like, not even saying that it was, like, a place of malice at the time. Like, who knows, again, where he was, like, mentally and stuff. But I don't know. I kind of see it. And then Frankie Grande, who is Ariana's older brother, uh, got popped and was talking to TMZ and he was like, there's no way that this happened and like spread love and like stuff like that. So Hmm. 
we heard it from Frankie Grande's mouth first that yeah, there's no validity to this, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's I would. What, what would even like prompt him to do that is my question too. It's like why? Like, what would even be his reasoning for sending that? Like, were they in a beef or something? Like, I feel like it's I just will. it would be so unprompted and so cruel for no reason. So I it's yeah, just, I I saw it as like they were kind of more in a love triangle than we, we maybe necessarily knew. Mm. Or also like I feel like. Mac was obviously struggling with addiction and he was with Ariana for a long time. So he probably would reach out to her every now and then for maybe just like support or help. And maybe, you know, it's always a difficult situation when the person you're with is talking to their ex-boyfriend or Mm -hmm. so maybe it just rubbed him the wrong way or I don't know, but like, I can see that maybe being. Yeah. And there was also like a lot, so much conversation about them being a fake PR relationship and like too fast and not real and blah, blah, blah. But Mac was the real deal and like blah, blah, blah. So I wonder if it was just like jealousy or, or whatnot, but. Yeah. It's just, you know, and it's like, I feel like he has matured a lot since that relationship. And like, you can see that he has, but with those texts, I was like, you know, but I I just also have to remember, like, I feel like if you're in that situation and and someone is literally trying to ruin your life, yeah, you know, to, to a certain extent, you probably just get heated and like say some things you regret. Mm -hmm. And, but to ask your friend to put them on the internet is a little interesting. Yeah. That showed like choice. Yes. That showed choice and like foresight. And it's really interesting because we've seen a lot of text message exchanges from celebrities recently. And I feel like that is part of like a new way to build narrative or or show your side of the story is like releasing these like text combos. I would just be so scared if I was a celebrity to literally text anybody. Same. (laughs) I would never want to put anything in writing. And we know that Kim is like a receipts person. Like we don't need to talk about the Kim. Yes. Kanye drama. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's so true. (laughs) Yes. I'd be um, sending like voice memos that disappear. Yeah. Yes. But then they could probably screen record it. I don't or know. use like yeah, an encryption app. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would be nuts around like privacy. Not to like bring down the mood, but I really, really, truly, truly feel bad for the kids in the situation. Same. So do it's I. just terrible and, and it sucks. And and I feel like it's hard because Kim is very obviously trying to keep this as private as she can. Mm-hmm. But I don't know when you're just being I mean, attacked like that. I, I agree with you, mm-hmm. but I also mm-hmm. think it's very convenient that Kanye is promoting an album and a documentary and they're mm-hmm. promoting a new show and Steve and Pete, Steve, <laughs> Skeet, Steve, <laughs> Pete just announced like a new special and like maybe going to space or like whatever it is. Like all three of these people have reasons to want their name in the press. And I am never not skeptical of celebrities and what they're doing in the public in a public forum. Yeah, I think like speaking of 2000s nostalgia, I think of like the Heidi and Spencer of it all. Like I'm like, this really could all be orchestrated maybe, but it's still awful for your kids to read. And we know like Mason and North are like on the internet. So like if you're orchestrating things at the expense of your kids, that is a whole new level of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's what Spidey was doing with their relationship. Like they put their relationship at risk with doing all of these like fake plot lines and stuff like that. And so I'm like, if they were doing that in like 2006, like 
media moguls like Kim and Kanye could be yeah shit like this. And I'm not even like, I don't even think that it's like, oh, they were planned for all of this drama. Like, I think that like it was probably started by Kanye. But like, again, like Christian is a mastermind. Like Kim doesn't have to respond at all. And I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that she shouldn't because she deserves to be able to defend herself. But like, I feel like she's really smart. Like she, she knows what she's doing in terms of when she chooses to respond. And I'm just saying it's, it's coincidental. I don't know that it's for sure, but yeah, it does yeah. seem like this stuff always pops up with them whenever one of or both of them has something to promote. So it's just convenient. Well, well then totally. it's like everyone, you know, is like obviously following this Kanye and Kim drama. Everyone feels terrible for Kim as as they should. I mean, it's a terrible situation. Yeah. Then she says this Vanity Fair thing and everyone is like, oh my God, you know, fuck Kim Kardashian, blah, blah, blah. And then like two days later, she like goes Instagram official with Pete. And I'm like, this wasn't a coincidence. No, like you obviously totally. wanted to distract. Yeah. And they're very good at it. It's like you wrote down to right there. Like they're, I mean, they're medium masterminds, but they're also, un- they're so good at being uncancelable. Like it's like, they'll just yeah. always be here. <laughs> like yeah. they'll always be on the edge of the outrageous so much that we're talking about it. Like, again, like we said, what we're 45 minutes in or whatever, like yeah. still dissecting it. But I, we have these weird affinities and like soft spots for them that, that keep them uncancelable. And yeah, the pictures of Kim and like I feel like news cycles are like 24 hours basically at this point. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, the variety article drama hasn't died down after like 24, 48 hours. Release the the skeet pictures. So mm-hmm. it's just so everything is suspicious, like truly. <laughs> and we also know that they will literally do anything. Like I think about the sex tape all the time. Like, did Chris leak that question mark like I feel like that's a like a 20 year old question but it's like you can just see that like that probably wasn't a pleasant time for Kim and I just like this family obviously will go to like the depths of hell to just continue their fame and fortune so yeah I mean anything past them it that does was- feel like at this point their empire is like too big to fail and they're also shameless. And those two <laughs> co- like those two things combined is like money over, you know, like they're they're yes. Okay, gonna but be fine. I, someone slid into my DMs and I can't remember, but I will look it up after and I'll include it in the outro. Someone asked me, do you think that this their time might finally be coming to an end? Because um, this person said, like, younger generations don't Care. like them as much because, yeah. like, flex culture is gross. Weird wealth hoarding is gross. Like, all of this capitalist stuff, like, Not being honest about your, your work yes, that you've done. These be- and beauty like, standards. That. Like, all of this stuff is very, like, 2017. So I do wonder, like, as our generations become more just – aware of societal issues etc that maybe like they will fade out you're so right I never thought about it like that but well, this this person's so right yes. <laughs> yeah I'll credit them so at the right. end but yeah yes. it's so true and like I I feel like the younger generation used to really like Kylie but I don't even know if that's really the case anymore after no. the whole like I even look at like their fashion. Um, Maybe, yeah, Kim's like red carpet looks are probably like too advanced for my little, my little pea brain to (laughs) comprehend. But like, 
I look at like Kim, like Kylie's like outfits and stuff, and I'm like, I don't think that's like the trend. Like, I don't think you're like super with it. You seem like you're like even the Variety article, like those like bodycon outfits, is like and like stiletto boots. I was kind of like, eh. Yeah, I generally yeah. hate everything that they wear. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. It's true. 100%. Except I did love the pink jumpsuit Kim wore on SNL. Yes, yeah. with like the like, feather boa esque. Yeah, whatever that was. She was wore like three pink. bright pink things. There was like the velvet like yes. all one suit, and then there was one with the feathers that she wore to the after party, and then there was like one other thing. I feel like but, I but, love like, the that. Look. Come on. Yeah, like there's some things that I just feel like the younger generation, but again, like if they're making money off of the 20s, 30s, 40s plus people, like do they even need the younger generation? But yeah, only time will tell. I will say that this generation going back is very lucky they didn't grow up in the women getting famous off sex tapes era like we had to do. Like, like I, it was kind and, of, yeah, yeah. Paris. I just felt like it was this whole like narrative that if you like wanted to be like up and coming in Hollywood, that there had to be some like scandalous sex tape released about you, yeah, or just scandal and, in general, like some scandal, right? Yeah, and I was like, I don't know. I just feel like this generation has a lot better role models, maybe, and like mm-hmm. people who are actually like you know humanitarians and do have positive body image and. Um, you know, I, I, once again, I'm very happy for them, but you know, taking it personally, (laughs) yes, yes, extremely sad. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, they, I don't know. It's like being wasted behind the wheel of a car and weighing 95 pounds was like what we saw growing up, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. so I don't know. I, I think things are changing for the better, which is good. Yeah. Absolutely. We're going to take a, a hard pivot into the Chris Pine of things. I feel like he's been like MIA and then these like paparazzi photos blew up, immediately went viral. He looks like a different person. Uh, he's rocking like a, a salt and pepper beard. And I think it was you, Shannon, that was like, let's talk about this. And I was like, okay, (laughs) what do you want to say about it? Oh, my God. That was Sydney. I'll let Sydney take it away. Okay. Okay, So what I'm going to say about it is that, I mean, first of all, hot. The the salt and pepper, it works for me. But Mm. this is what I am calling the Jackson mainification. Yes. What is this? This generation of Hollywood men. Like Bradley Cooper. Shannon. <laughs> okay. Also, Tori, you need to know that Sydney is obsessed with the Star Is Born, like to a point where she could probably seek help about it. Like literally, why? <laughs> and all I'm saying is that Bradley Cooper, with mm-hmm. his bronzer and his long hair and his beard, and looking a little yeah. unkept, the leathery was a, skin <laughs> was a cultural reset. Mm-hmm. And. Here we now have Chris Pine emerging as an older, better groomed version. And okay, is Jackson five Maine? years later one celebrity? Yes. <laughs> yes. Reset. Okay, three and a half, three and a half years later. Okay, it just like all clicked in for me. Jackson Maine is the main. Oh character. yes, that's who yes. Bradley Cooper plays in a Star Wars. Okay, yeah. okay, that is so funny. Also, just because I feel like. A Star is Born is, is ever-present, though, with Lady Gaga's, like, attempt to be re-nominated for an Oscar. So I do understand yes. where you're coming from. Yes, because okay, it just 
there's a few things. A, it pissed me off that these were well received because I just feel like there's a double standard between women and men with aging. Yeah. So I wanted to point that out. The second thing, though, is like he can really pull it off. Yeah. 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 It's and- so weird to see it on him because he's such a pretty boy. Like mm-hmm. yes. his whole career. Yeah. Also, I will say he came on GMA once and I, I was never really like, I didn't like fawn over Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. And I saw him in person and I was like, oh my God, I get it. He's like a statue, like gorgeous Chiseled. face, cheekbones. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I'm picturing him in that like clean shaven pretty boy who's wearing like a cream sweater not weird that I remember what he was wearing um <laughs> but yeah and then to see this like big scruffy beard on him I was like what but he looks great either way which I'm assuming annoying. you guys saw the photos of him in the cream suit with the shirt unbuttoned like an extra button or two I was like <laughs> yeah, and you and usually when there's like more than one button undone I'm like I have the ick factor, but this was no. This was it, Jeff's kiss. It He's was. giving like uh, he got in a plane crash, crashed <laughs> on devastatingly, devastatingly handsome businessman gets in a plane crash, crashes on a deserted island, and gets like picked up by a helicopter like two weeks in. So he's like, but the groomed version of that, yeah, right. Like maybe he, you know, found two sharp sticks and learned how to trim his beard <laughs> in the wilderness. What about the shiny yeah. hair? What did he do for the shiny hair? Yeah, um, it's like, like a seaweed cloth. wrap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. I would be leading like- that search and rescue mission. Oh, me too. Oh my God. The world can't go on. But that's like the, what the beard's giving me. It's like, oh, I, you know, I was out in the woods for two weeks and now I'm here in a suit. Look how handsome I am. And you're like, wow. Yeah, yeah. All I'm saying is he looks great. And I think Bradley Cooper should bring that look back. As I have said many a time in my personal life, Bradley Cooper should always have long hair and a beard. And it's upsetting and personally offensive to me when he doesn't. Sydney's favorite thing to say is Bradley Cooper could be a 10 at all times, but he just chooses not to be. No, he could be a 13 at all times. Oh, yes. he's, a, he's a 10 regardless. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, he's like an 8.5. <laughs> I actually get that though. Like I really get that. Like I've been, I was looking at pictures of Jacob Elordi today. (laughs) There was a Uh, purpose. Me every day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There was a purpose. It was for some Instagram stories, but like just the, his outfits and his hair and stuff like that is that vibe where it's like, I look perfect, but I'm not trying at all. Yeah. 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 Oh, and I mean, he's just a freak of nature. I, I also didn't mm-hmm. realize he was Australian, which oh, uh, adds to the cherry on top. For me. Cherry Literally on top. Yeah. ruined my life. Who else do you want to see with the Jackson mainification in Hollywood? I would love to see Andrew Garfield. Um, <gasps> something about that would be. It would either really, really important work for to him me. or yes. really not. It but it's like, important for yes. me to know the answer. It's yes. important yes. for me to know which yes. one it would be. But do you agree it would be either one of the extremes? It's his height. It's his height that I think it could yes. go either way. Because the beard could be overpowering of his like shorter stature. And like his frame. But then yeah. it's like you always see him so clean cut. And if he could mm-hmm. pull off the look, you would just be like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Even if he kept the hair like just like still short but long enough to run his fingers through you know yeah. like a shorter long situation at the top 
and the beard, I feel like I, I would like to see it. Oh my God. Yeah. I need to think of someone right the second. That was such a good answer. <laughs> that is a really yeah. good answer. The person that I was thinking about was Harry Styles. Mm. <sighs> he can, he can do no wrong. Well, so- I also believe in the Harry Stylesification of men in Hollywood. If you take a quick little gander at Joe Jonas, we have Harry Styles to think for his recent look, even like Nick Vile. I feel like with his, like oh. the way his tattoos are and stuff like that's, that's oh, directly yes. from, from our good boy, Harry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the stubble, I feel like, again, is taking a page out of these uh, Mm -hmm. Bradley Cooper's books. So, Mm -hmm. wait, guys, I have a good one. What if Paul Rudd did it? Oh, I'd be into that. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Especially because he's like in his, he's in his 50s, right? The salt and pepper would just like come mm -hmm. through. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he kind of do, like, if he almost did, like, a Steve Carell, like, I feel like Steve Carell yes, hotter when he, like, went gray. Paul Rudd is only going to get hotter with age, as we know. Oh, my God. Okay, I love this so much. Usually I'm talking about, like, younger guys, but this is just, you know. This is, I mean... We're we're going with the oldies. Nothing wrong. Age is just a number. (laughs) Just (laughs) and there's guys like that are classically handsome and have also gone scruffy, like Brad Pitt. But that's a good Mm -hmm. like a Brad Pitt, yeah. Or even like Ben Affleck, he never grew his hair out, but he's like done the scruffy thing for a while. Yes, he's aged like fine wine. There was there was those pandemic photos that I was like, oh, there's no return. But then J Lo whipped him into shape. Yeah. Well, we said on our J Lo episode, our J our Benefer episode, like J Lo is not gonna let that man not be hot. Like that's not an option for her. No, it's not an option. Uh, She's like the hottest person on the planet so 100%. you have to rise to her level exactly. yes absolutely okay if any of the listeners can think of more examples of people that should be jackson mainified Mains. yeah jackson yeah. mainified <laughs> yeah we need to work on the the, the <laughs> terminology helpful. shannon yeah. and i are, are notorious for having horrible names for segments or ideas yes, yes. <laughs> yeah it's never like, like, like today <laughs> Yes. Yeah, we're like, this is the segment where we talk about what's popular today. It's like, okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, and my my two segment names are from other people. So <laughs> I'm in the same boat. Speaking of, let's name our pettyweight champs of the week. Sydney, who are you nominating? Okay, I'm nominating Jane Campion, who won Best Director at the um, – Critics' Choice Awards for she's the director of Power of the Dog. Yeah, and for some reason, for no reason really, felt like she needed to bring up Venus and Serena and say, "You guys don't have to compete against the men, and I do." It's like, where? Why are they here? Why are they being discussed? I why did, did you not even bring know this them happened. up? Oh yeah, she had oh, to apologize. God. It became like a whole thing. Venus's face is like the cringe look, you know. And you're just like, literally, why are you even bringing them up? They weren't even in this category, ma'am. Like they have yeah. nothing to do with what you're doing. Oh my god. Oh my god, that was literally it's the most so painful cringe. thing to watch. It's like, okay, let's diminish black women. And then the second thing is, is like, are we going to talk about gender in sports? Right. Also, like they these these women have been compared to their male counterparts for their entire Forever. careers, and they play they have played mixed doubles before. So, like, 
if we yeah, really want to get technical, God. if we really want to get technical, my, yeah. my mouth is gaping open. That yeah. is so embarrassing. It was yeah. really, really cringe to watch. And you can tell that she thinks she's made like a really great joke. And it's like, again, it's just like, I just don't even understand why she even brought them up. Like literally why are you discussing them when you're talking about winning a best director award that they weren't even nominated for? That's yeah. insane. That's literally yeah. the craziest thing I've ever heard. Also, it's like, uh, me and Sydney saw King Richard together and mm. were hi- like cr- hysterically crying in the theater. And it's like, after you see King Richard too, like, why would you think you could ever even put them in a sentence that you are worthy of saying? Like their story <laughs> is so unbelievable. Yeah. It's just crazy. Oh my God. That's the craziest yeah. thing I've ever heard. I'm mind blown. It was crazy. And Tori, you're right. Mm. It's like what, it just feels like you're telling on yourself a little bit with the dismin- diminishing of black women for again, like literally no reason. Like no yeah. one asked you about them. You yes. picked that out of your, out of brain. your brain for no reason, out of mm. nowhere to like, I don't know, like make one up yourself or like make yourself yeah. feel a little bit, but I don't know. It was weird. Especially because she won the award. Like, I know. Why are we I doing know. that? <laughs> I know. And I was like, okay, I don't know who this person is. And now I'm now yeah. I'm like, I can't get you out of my mind. Like, Household name for the wrong like, reasons. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's like, of course, like the one time a female director wins something and she has to say something like that. You're like, I I'm know. not even rooting for I you. Know. <laughs> I know, I know. Because yeah, it's really tough for female directors. Like really yeah, tough. And, and then I was like, fuck. Like you really oh screwed God. this one up. Right. Like, and no one's claiming it's not hard for female directors. And yes. that's the thing is it's like, that's why it's like, why did you even go there? Because everyone was rooting for you. Yes. No one was comparing you to this. Like everyone oh. was on your side. <laughs> oh my God. I know. That's insane. It- Oh my God. It was so cringe. Like I'm actually feel bad, Shannon, that you're, I, cause I know you're going to look it up right after <laughs> this. And like, I feel bad. That you're going to have to watch it. Yeah. Yes, like, oh my God. And I whoever's feel bad listening. for myself. Oh yeah. my God. Wow. Yeah. That is something else. Thank yeah. you for bringing that to my attention, Sydney. How did I miss it? Yeah. You we're know. coming into a word. We're like in the midst of a word season. So mm. We're going to have to discuss tons of the speeches, the acceptance oh speeches. So I'm sure they'll be unhinged as they always Did are. Did you see the yeah. um, the actress from Yellow Jackets, Melanie? I'm blanking on her Melanie last Linsky. name. Melanie Linsky, yeah. Melanie Linsky, she had that really cute acceptance speech and she was like, I really want to thank my nanny. And she was like, I just love her. And I, I know it. my kid is safe and comfortable and I can go to work. And oh my like, God. you're so wonderful. And I'm like, that's so nice to to thank your nanny like well it also goes back to what we were saying about like the kardashians and like how they're claiming they work so hard but like they're not they they never acknowledge the help that they have and so people that are in that at that level acknowledge like how they actually are able to do all these things it it's like it's just so rare to see and so it feels like so amazing to see it you know and the nanny deserves the thanks (laughs) yes mindy kaling's post on instagram this week um saying goodbye to her assistant like her assistant got a new job and she literally did like a 10 slide gallery post about her assistant and how wonderful she is and like how much she's gonna miss her and stuff and i was like that's just so nice to see like celebrities paying homage to their 25 year old assistant who probably literally does everything for them yeah literally literally that's so nice and so different from like the lance basses of the world that just like put their assistant on the circle and then like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) and then like like loki talked shit about how they did and like played the game oh my god oh i forgot about that i totally forgot he did that yeah that's the first first person that came to mind when you said assistant 
Shannon. <laughs> okay, Shannon, who are you nominating for Pettyweight Champ? Okay, this week I'm nominating Spencer Pratt because if anyone has been following him on TikTok recently, oh he's going through all the old Hills episodes. Oh like, my God. He's doing a selfie cam of himself. He has a little portable mic and he's talking about like every plot line every person, how it was fake, how the producers did this, how everyone (laughs) hates Audrina. It's like so ridiculous. And then he just posted one either today or yesterday. And someone was like, why aren't you doing your recap posts anymore? And he was like, my beautiful wife brought up that I'm giving people all these material for free and we should be starting a podcast or something where I talk about it on my own, which I'm like, you can still make money on TikTok, but okay. Yeah. Um, And it was just so like Pratt of them to be like, why are we doing this for free? There should be a way we can make money off of this. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Did when he, cause I saw this too, when he said there's, didn't he also say that there's someone currently making a podcast and you utilizing the material that he's sharing? Who is that? I think he said like several people. So I'm wondering if he's talking about like, I don't know if Audrina's podcast, he was really coming for her in all those videos, which I was like, I didn't realize you like hated her so much, but I know, I know like Whitney and her husband do that YouTube show where they rewatch stuff. So I'm wondering if he was maybe talking about her, but they, they like are on like season three of Laguna and I love them and I love the recaps, but you do not go there for the tea because they like actually don't even remember. Yeah. Like, half, they're like, oh yeah, that happened. Like it's not the, it's an unreliable narrator, which I yeah. guess Spencer Pratt is too, but like, I don't think it's them. So I was like, who could it be? I'm wondering too, now that you say that. Yeah, and I was like, I feel also like he- Spidey, don't they have a fucking podcast? Yeah. I, I don't know how they don't. If they, yeah. if they don't. I feel like he could also maybe be talking about like fan, like not even people who were on the show, but just people who like have Laguna Beach rewatch podcasts, like could be talking yeah. about it too, you know? Yes, like- LOL, because I did an episode on. So did we. We did Laguna yes, Beach. Yes, we did Laguna yes, yes. Hill. <laughs> yes, yes. And I talked about Spencer on TikTok as well. So it's just like, I guess we are. He's like, talking about us, guys. He's posted us, and that's why he is my Betty Jamie. He definitely listens, and he's definitely talking about us. Calling us out. Stop! I'm literally (laughs) so funny. It is so interesting, though, hearing his perspective. Like the episode where Heidi like thought she was pregnant, Spencer's like, "This literally didn't happen." And he'll be like, "Yes." And he'll be like, "Look, like, look what a good actress my wife is." And she's like looking all concerned in the mirror, and then. Um, there's like a couple scenes where they're all at, De- what is it? De- Le Doux. Le Doux. I was like, not, not to moi. No, to moi. <laughs> yeah. something else. Um, we're all, they're all at Le Doux and Spencer's like, look, these scenes are edited together. Like we weren't even there on the same night. And he, and then. Yes. Like, it is actually interesting. Like, I, okay. Like he is the villain. I don't want to give him any credit, but I actually think a lot of the stuff he's saying is real. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he has no, at this point, like again no shame and like nothing to lose and it's the yeah. show was so long ago like I, I feel like what he's saying is probably legit too yeah, yeah yeah and like when you saw Heidi yeah take the pregnancy test like into her bathroom and then like look into the mirror you're like he this obviously either you this happened IRL and you refilmed it or this is fake because it's like it is the fakest shit like her, right like, longingly looking like <laughs> in the mirror like I recently so, rewatched Laguna season two, like in the background while I was working. 
And while I was watching it, I was like, nothing happens on the show. Like, nothing. Not one Same thing with no. the Hills. No. Yes. It's and crazy. It's so crazy. Nothing happens. And it's actually funny because when I rewatch those shows, because I'm like, oh, I, I wish there was more shows like this. I'm like, there's actually not enough to to keep up with. Like, I need yeah. a more fast-paced show. Yeah. Yeah. They also, like, I'd say, like, a third of the show was, like, transition shots or, like, yes. them, like, looking at it, you know, cutaways yes. to them looking at each other with, like, Dash saying nothing. Playing. Yeah. Yes. 100%. <laughs> like, they crafted all of these narratives just from looks. Yeah. Um, Or, like, ADR, like, yeah. adding in sound afterwards. It, right. Exactly. It's, like, but they like, had such little actual content to work with that they were just, like, we have to fill all the dead space with just looks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like Vanderpump Rules, like that's giving me the content. Yes, and same with Real Housewives. I was also just going to say, if people are longing, I've said this before and I'll say it again, if people are longing for the Hills and Laguna content, watch Siesta Key. It's like Mm. the exact same thing, but like just just enough like plot. Better, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I have watched a few episodes of Siesta Key because I famously – went to college with Robbie Hayes. And so I do watch. I'm so sorry. (laughs) He is on. This is brand new information. You don't know this? (laughs) No, I don't know this. Oh my God. So I was a swim team manager in college. Mm. He was on the swim team. Yes. And then on the swim team. Yes. And then he got on The Bachelor and I was like, what? And then he's been on like, you know, every Every reality show. And after. Oh, I'm um, so sorry. I know. I will say though, he's a pretty nice guy. Um, mm-hmm. but he is just he couldn't come off douchier, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he's like he like if I saw him tomorrow, he would like say hi and give me a hug, but he would like then be like, How how are you gonna get me on GMA? Right. You're like, <laughs> yeah, right. he's like, okay. What, okay. what do you do for work? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But yeah. He was always nice to me. I don't know how he is post um, fame, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so I watched Yesi Key because he was on it for for a brief. Yes, he was so. Juliet's boyfriend for like six episodes. Fascinating. Yeah. yeah, I can't get past the veneers and the hair and the it's tan. So bad. It's like yeah. I can't even look at him. It's like blinding my eyes. Yeah. I was so confused that whole Bachelor season. I was like, Jojo, what are we doing here? Yeah, I know. But it was like so also so obvious that she was going to pick Jordan. Jordan, that yeah. I was like, Jordan. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who she had that guy, Chase, who was hot. Wells is, was like, on her season and he's like, oh, obviously yeah. now like a huge Bachelor Nation oh, dude. Yeah. 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 He's like the only one that really has persisted. Like, yeah, and like gone like yeah. beyond the bachelor in that season. Yeah. Yeah. Oh goodness, what a throwback. <laughs> okay, let's wrap up this episode with this week in petty. Shannon, what are you petty about this week? I like really couldn't think of anything from this week. I've tried I've been trying not to be petty recently in my in my personal life, but I did have one story that I remembered about myself and like I said I don't even know it's good and I told you to edit it out if it sucks but no I'm sure it's great um, <laughs> I can't wait to hear what this is yeah you, you piped <laughs> You've it up really so much. yeah exactly <laughs> I'm really hyping it up we're on the um, edge of our seats <laughs> so 
like rewind to middle school. Um, Sydney knows this, but I was five foot 11 in middle school and naturally that's a little traumatizing. So yeah, tall girl, <laughs> and yes. tall girl too. Like- I was truly tall girl too. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I used to get called Yao Ming by all the boys in my grade and this one kid started it. And then like all the boys used to call me Yao Ming Boba. It was the whole thing. Is and- that like a basketball player's? Yeah, so he okay, okay. Thank you. He was like the tallest basketball. <laughs> yeah, he was really tall at the time. He's okay. like seven six or something. Um, so everyone naturally thought it'd be funny to like call me his name, which whatever. So fast forward like fifteen years later, I'm at my friend from high school's wedding, and who is there but this guy who started the Yao Ming name thing for me, right? I thought you were gonna and... say Yao Ming was at the wedding. Yeah, yeah <laughs> oh you're my... like perfect. <laughs> And then we took a bit. No, that wouldn't be petty at all. That'd be amazing. <laughs> um, oh my God. And then I like posted the picture with him and was like, was who's like, Yao Ming now? Yeah. That would like be suckers. <laughs> okay. You made my story better than it is. But anyway, so this guy's there and he's like, obviously a total loser now. I feel like he won't listen to this. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but he's an RTBB stan and you just yeah. don't know. <laughs> like- he's president of the fan club. Who knew? Um, and he was like, trying to flirt with very obviously trying to flirt with me all night. And Mm. I was like, you know, I'm obviously not going to give this the time of day, but like, let's have some fun with this. Right. So I'm like, you know, like half invested, you know, making him seem like I, like something might happen, even though it's like never going to. So then he gets like super drunk. And at the end of the night, he's like, Oh my God, Shannon, you're just so beautiful. And I was like, like Yao Ming. And he was like, what? And I was like, like Yao Ming, you got everyone in middle school to call me Yao Ming. Do you remember this? And he was like, uh, and I was like, literally goodbye. And then I left. (laughs) You spent all night with this person that you felt was terrible so you could get that one line off. (laughs) Well, I also had some fun, but it was like, I just had to. It was like, yeah. I I love how you're like, I... I'm not petty. <laughs> like I'm trying not to be petty. And this is you literally and it's like I held on to a grudge for 15 years. Yeah. Right. And then you spent right. your whole night leading this guy on just to like <laughs> at, toss him like a sick burn. And you're like, like, I'm gonna sacrifice my own time at this <laughs> <Yes>. wedding. <laughs> just so I can get this one line off, just so I can drop a bar and leave. I know. And the best part was he had no idea what I was talking about. I'm like, yes, you, yes. I mean, you don't even remember. <laughs> so I was like, cool. <laughs> Wasting my time. But it did feel good. And I was like, you know, if I could show my 12-year-old self this, um, I think she'd be happy. So yeah, you're doing the inner child work. <laughs> yeah. As long as it was a memory for you, then yeah. it was. And then wait, do you guys want to hear about the worst backhanded compliment I ever got really fast. Yeah, absolutely. I have time for that. Okay. You can also edit this out, but you were saying like backhanded compliments, whatever. So this one will just always stick in my mind forever. Back- quick backstory. I was best friends with this girl growing up, but she, you know, like your friends that live in your neighborhoods, so you have to hang out with them. But like this girl was a bitch to me. So like one day I was like, mom, do I have to be friends with her? Like she's mean to me and like treats me bad. My mom's like, no. So then I like stopped being friends with her because she was mean to me. But then her dad like always resented me. Like he had this weird resentment for me. So anyway, fast forward to senior homecoming. 
um, I, I'm on the homecoming court and we have a parade and me and Cindy are from Georgia and it's like, you know, we're from the South. So it's a big deal. Like you have to wear like a gown and like be on the back of a car, like waving to people oh like a pageant. Queen. Okay. So like I get ready. I'm in my gown. I spent all morning, like getting ready, me and my mom. And we get to the parade and her dad walks up to me and goes, Shannon, you look so pretty. I didn't even recognize you. <laughs> and I was like, thanks. That's like when people are like, oh, like you look so good today. Like you're, you yeah, don't look tired new. today. Like yeah. what's new? And you're like, yeah. oh, I'm just put on makeup. Okay, yeah. Just like put on some concealer. Fuck you. Literally. Okay. I get that every day when I wear my hair done at work and people are like, your hair looks so good today. Like, and I was like, yeah, I fucking showered. Yeah, I washed it. <laughs> yeah. okay. That's why I just straight up don't compliment people like ever. And I know yes, people don't think same. that I'm mean, but I'm like, I just don't want to give you one that is like offensive to you because it's true. I- That's why I just, I like, again, not to be like annoying. I feel like my sisters are going to listen to this and be like, this is so her, but it's like, you don't also just need to comment on people's like appearances. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like I don't, I never do it in like a work setting or a professional setting. Cause I feel like I, so my hair is obviously super curly, but I go between curly and straight all the time. And I mm-hmm. literally hate when I wear it curly and everyone's like, Oh my God, your hair, like fawning <laughs> over my hair, like wanting to touch it or like, yeah. you know, like making a big deal about the fact that I changed my hair. I'm like, it's just hair guys. It's just, it's just my hair. Thank you so much. But like, it makes me feel really uncomfortable. So I try not to do it to other people. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Common, common decency. Like, hello, people. But I love how he was like, um, we don't recognize you because A, you don't come around anymore. B, and because you you're look wearing pretty. me. Yeah, because you look-, you look pretty. I was like, <laughs> okay. And I love then- when people just literally have no idea how their words are going to come off. Like, I don't love it, but it's like, you're always like, what would it be like to be in that brain? I know. But I low key think know. he did. He was conniving, something about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was a plot to destroy your It really was. He wasn't your average grad. He like taught yoga at our YMCA. Like he knew what he was doing. Oh, okay. That's hmm. yeah. something there for sure. Well, my, yeah, not that that involved, not that deep. Um, I I kind of also, it's kind of nice when they're also just like, like, yeah, well, I kind of, I know what you're going to say. When you don't have to give your your entire, entire middle school history before the story. It, that's also nice too. No, but like, no, I'm just kidding. It was worth it. The payoff was worth it. Yeah, the, both stories were were great. But I also like when I'm just like, yeah, I'm petty that I like didn't grocery shop this week because I'm like, like sometimes it's nice to be like, oh, I wasn't that petty. Um, so as we discussed at the beginning of the podcast, I am in LA for the month of March. Um, Mm -hmm. and I have escaped to sunshine and pretty much perfect weather all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and back in New York where all my friends live, it's been cold and snowy and not enjoyable. So I've just been making sure to really, uh, share a lot of photos of myself in the sunshine and (laughs) working outside and just generally, not being cold and miserable. So I know it's really petty and all my friends are like, please stop, literally please stop. But I just really need everyone to know that I don't regret my choice to be in LA for the month. (laughs) I love that. I love posting an Instagram story and then like tagging the location and just, you know, having a little 
Yeah. I literally took the most insufferable selfie on Sunday where I'm like in the car, like pulling my hair back, sun's on my face, sunglasses, like makeup looks great. And I I posted on my close friends because I don't generally post that much on my on my main Instagram story like that. But um, I posted like extremely on my L.A. bullshit. And everyone was like, (laughs) I literally hate you. I literally was like, are you drunk? (laughs) (laughs) I know because I never post like that. So you probably were like, are you okay? Has someone stolen your phone? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. That's so funny. Ugh, yeah, I would do no regrets. Same. That's my petty this week. It's just making sure everyone's really aware that I'm in the sunshine. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to like complain about the sunshine. And because Never. this is what happens Never. to me, I will complain for four months about my seasonal depression <laughs> and the cloud and the rain. And then it, it's been like sunny today. And I'm like, it's too bright out. It's too bright. It's too hot. It's too whatever. Well, also, I get like good weather guilt. Like I, I feel like oh I have my to God. be outside all it's the time. Yeah. Good weather. Yeah. Yes. And my new apartment has a balcony. And like even today it was semi nice out. And I'm like, should I be working on the balcony? Like panicking. And it's yes. like, do whatever yes. you want. Good weather yes. shame. <laughs> oh yes. my God. I have that so bad. I was like, I can't believe I haven't like gone for a one hour walk today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's a struggle. I know. It's crazy. So wild. It's from our moms being like, it's so nice out. Go play outside. Yes, that's so true. Okay, that brings us to the end of the episode. This was so much fun. Thank you so much for having us. This was a blast. This was such a great conversation. I loved it. Okay, I'm yeah, so glad. We That's can always nice. shoot the shit about pop culture forever. Yeah, literally anytime. Same. Also, just like let us know what topic you want to come on for. What nostalgic oh, thing you want to yes. chat about. We'll have to have you on. No, okay. you have to come on. It'd be okay, so fun. I, I actually like, I was hoping you'd do this. I have some ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I like immediately DM both of you. Like, here, here's the list. You're no, like, when did you seriously. Come up with that? <laughs> we have so much left to do. I we have like. so many ideas. So truly, if there's something that you're interested in, just let us know. Okay, okay. I'm, I'll message you. I don't want to spoil it on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> uh, where can the listeners find Never Let Go and anything else you want to plug? We are on Spotify. We're really anywhere you get podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all of the above. And really, we're on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, but we really only post on Instagram. Yeah. Mood. So we really like, need to like work on it, but <laughs> yeah, it's just hard. But yeah. we're on Instagram at Never Let Go Pod, and we post some fun stuff there. And yeah. we love getting messages, and we are a bit unhinged. Yeah, if you like aesthetics, then we might not be for you because <laughs> it's really just whatever comes out of our brains whenever it comes out. <laughs> and I just write captions as if they're a fever dream. Yeah, and lots of all caps from caps from them. Shannon. So. You could always tell when Shannon wrote the caption first when I wrote the caption because <laughs> there's no caps. Okay, I love that. I love that. <laughs> That's too funny. Okay, this has been so much fun. Go check out Never Let Go. It's really fun. It is like hanging out with, you know, two friends. Thank you for saying that. That's so nice. We got to do it IRL. Yeah, we got to do it in real life. (laughs) I know. I know. Seriously. I'm jelly. Okay. Thanks again for coming on. And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to Sydney and Janin for joining me on today's episode. It was a lot of fun. As always, you can follow along 
at RTBP podcast. I do fun episode check-ins. My last episode with Carly with X or Next has been super fun hearing everyone's opinions about, you know, Jacob Elordi and Channing Tatum and all of that fun stuff. So follow me on socials. And if there's something you want me to talk about, you can DM me or again, leave me a voice note to be included in a future episode. I want to thank Laura. She was the person that brought up the Kardashians and maybe the younger generations not knowing or liking. I shouldn't say not knowing because everyone knows who the Kardashians are, but not liking the Kardashians just because, again, they're kind of into stuff that I feel like is a little bit passe, uh, like flex culture, just like flaunting your wealth, like having a private jet and not being like, you know, good to the environment and just kind of all of this fakeness on the internet I feel like people are are leaning more into vulnerable more natural and like I don't know holistic content like by, by holistic I mean like where the person is bringing their whole self into their content just not like curating a perfect image on the internet so we'll see but thanks to Laura for that astute take anyways thank you to nate i feel like i'm fucking doing an acceptance speech here (laughs) for some award just thanking everybody but thank you nate for editing today's episode i hope you are safe and healthy out there as always i'm your host tori and i am ready to be petty see you soon bye